Don't step on the glass. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Bacon Bit for the Week. It's, I'm Kent. I'm Joel. And we don't have Jacob here. Well, here's the thing. We're missing our third personality. Jake is here. So we're recording this before our show. That was, well, podcast magic. Podcast uh, magic. But Jake went upstairs to go to the bathroom. He didn't want any spoilers. rest on the couch. Let's just say he didn't want any spoilers. Let's and save him some dignity. He's feeling a little sick. He needs a cuddle, I think. <laughs> That's not the point of this. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk today uh, about the movie Glass, yes. which is the M. Night Shyamalan movie, which is, spoiler alert, uh, not spoiler alert, I shouldn't say that because people are going to turn it off right then, it's a sequel to Split, which is a sequel to Unbreakable. I feel so bad. We avoided Split ru- or like rumors and, and the spoilers so much yeah. that even today I was talking about Glass a little bit with a coworker, mm-hmm. and he's like, wait, Split is part of that whole thing? And I was like, What? It wasn't Dave, was it? No, it wasn't Dave. Because I did that to Dave. Uh, so you were both guilty. Yeah. In fact, I realized I gave the spoiler and I just walked away because I felt so guilty. Yeah. But so it's, it's been two years. It's well, been year. two years. Two and years? Two by years. the way, if you listen to the show, we hope you watch movies. And we did recommend that one. So And we did say, yeah, we did say spoiler alert all the time last time. Right. Uh, but for reals, the, we're not going to give any spoilers for this for first part uh, of the show. Uh, we are going to do our best just to review the movie and let you know our feelings about it without giving anything away. And then eventually, at some point, we will start spoiling it. And we'll let you know very clearly when that is. And we hate to even do this because M. Night Shyamalan asked that no one spoils this movie or really any of his movies well, because that's, that's how they go. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <clears throat> but uh, can't you want to give the synopsis? Yeah. Or the background? I will give the background. So Unbreakable came out in 2000. Yeah, 2000. Bruce Willis starring uh, Samuel L. Jackson as well. And it is a seeming origin story of a superhero in a realistic life. And it plays like this regular drama for a bit. And then all of a sudden you realize by the end, oh my gosh, I just watched a superhero origin movie. And so what you see is the deconstruction, or I guess it's an origin for Samuel L. Jackson, who is Mr. Glass Mm -hmm. in that movie. And you see... How nefarious he is. And he's called Mr. Glass because his bones break very easily. He is the opposite and basically the, uh, yeah, the, the anti, the nemesis yeah. of David Dunn. Antiphysis. Yes. And David Dunn, played by Bruce Willis, he is unbreakable. That's yeah. his thing. He can't be hurt or, or damaged or mm-hmm. he doesn't get sick. And except for he has a, a, a weakness for water, they yes. find out in the first movie. Yes. And that whole spoiler movie, alert for 2000. I know, really. And, but the thing is, like that movie was kind of seen as a misfire a little bit because it followed Sixth Sense. And oh, people expected so a certain kind of movie. But now in retrospect, it's it's his best made movie. It's my second favorite. OK. Like it honestly goes in order. Right. It really does go in order for me for the first like four. And, yeah. And I know you love Avatar Last Airbender, oh right? No. I know. How I'm just dare joking. you? I'm it's joking. not called Avatar Last Airbender. It's just The Last Airbender. So everyone wanted a sequel to that movie, but Shyamalan was kind of ruining his own career, and he knew that he wouldn't be able to bring it back. But then two years ago, he made Split with James McAvoy. And and by the way, when you're watching this movie, 99.5% of this movie is its own movie. Yes. So James McAvoy, he captures or kidnaps three girls, and he has multiple personalities, or DID. Uh, that, that's, that's only Dr. Matt could tell us about yes. it. Yes. <clears throat> so Split was cool because it was this weird kind of dark uh, movie about this guy with split personalities. Very foreboding about and the, the very, beast coming. And at the very end, uh, spoiler alert for Split, because uh, we already said it once here, yes. but what the heck, I'll say it again. Uh, at the end of Split, you realize that you just watched a villain origin story because David Dunn 
is at the very end and he makes some comment about Mr. Yes. Glass. And, so and honestly, on. it does match beat for beat. So hero origin story, villain origin story. And they're coming together in glass. And that's when Shyamalan was just like, I'm just going to play my hand. No more secret movies. We're making the third part, the culmination of the series. Which could go one of two ways because here's the thing is yes. that Shyamalan's been in the doghouse for some time now. Yeah. And then The Visit came out. We're like, oh, okay. That's actually pretty entertaining. And yeah. then Split came out. And we're like, oh, this is going to be good. He's back. And so it's building up to this. And this will, I, I think this is the tipping factor. It's going to say if he's all the way back or if he's back in the doghouse. Okay. So ready to give your review? Yeah, let's do it. Why don't you go first? Okay, I'll go first. Because I actually did give a review on Ronin, but here's the problem. It's been a day since we've seen this movie. Joel and I saw this. We parted. We literally, like, at some point walked no, in different directions. So here's the awkward thing is whenever we go to these screenings, yes. we sit there uh, holding hands. And then after... <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. Like I Thel needed that. Thelma and Louise style at the end of the movie, we're just yes. like holding onto the end credits, waiting for the closing credits. And I wanted to talk about this movie so badly to Kent but we couldn't. So we just sat there in dumb silence mm -hmm. and didn't talk to each other until we parted ways. Yes. Even today at work, we were sitting there going, hey, you know that mm, elephant in the room? Yes. Yeah. So here we are. So we let's finally, finally talk, about talk about it. it. Let's let's treat ourselves if we're by the water cooler right now. Just talking about this movie. Spoiler free. This movie was for me 100 percent unpredictable. Okay. And I say that in kind of a negative light. Mm -hmm. I, I'm happy to know I couldn't guess what was going to happen next. Okay. But it's also not how I would have written the story. No. Which is which is unfair of me to say because I'm not a screenwriter and You're of course a writer. any armchair critic can be like, "Hey, I would have done that differently." Okay. But Shyamalan took some real leaps here. He did. And he he kept the movie slow at parts. He didn't focus on the characters you actually care about at parts. Mm -hmm. This was such an ensemble movie. And it did have great, great people. And we're talking Samuel L. Jackson. Sadly, he was drugged for a little bit of the movie. Mm -hmm. Can I say that? Eh, Spoiler-ish, but not too okay. spoilery. James McAvoy. If you've seen the trailer, you, yes. can, you know that. And uh, Bruce Willis. And they are a lot of the time in an institution. And that mm -hmm. is basically all you can really say about the synopsis of this movie. Yes, that these three characters that we've seen three superheroes are coming in together a in, a, in a nut house. Yes. Yeah. yes. So that's the synopsis. But give the review. So this movie is so cerebral. In fact, too cerebral for audiences. I think... For audiences? No, seriously. For slack-jawed yokels? No, 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 no. I think for even people that really like the series that wanted a satisfying conclusion. People wanted a third act of a superhero movie, and they're not going to get it at all. This movie went so deep into comic book lore and what it means to be, to consider yourself a superhero, it's going to lose a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it has. It's not getting very yes. good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's where I actually... So Last I, I checked, is 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. So far, I'm going pretty negative, but actually, as some light, you look at David Dunn's story... You're stepping as, into the light? Yes. David Dunn's story is a hero origin story, and it's all about him unbreakable. Then you have Split, which is about James McAvoy's character, and that's his origin story. This movie is called Glass, and I think it's very purposeful that this movie is more smart... Well, and, but, it's, but it's not even about glass. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not. It will get into this in the in the spoiler air part of it, but it is so cerebral. It is almost like Mr. Glass and what plans were by him. Okay. And so for that part, I respect what was made. But man, I need to see this movie again because there's a lot to unpack. I have to give it a C plus. C plus. Yes. It okay. is better than average, and I'm glad I saw it. But it is not the movie I wanted when I when I knew it was coming out this year. Okay, 
Yes. What about you? Uh, So for me, I went into this movie and I was on board fairly quickly because it started off kind of exactly how I wanted it to. It actually started off with like a climactic fight. Yeah. Yes. And so I was like, I I like this. And just the way where the characters were, what Mm -hmm. they were doing. Right. I was on board. And I was watching this movie. And as you know, every every one of my movies starts with three stars out of five. And I'm like, okay, you can raise your lower here. This movie was riding at four stars for the majority of the movie. Whoa. I was really, really enjoying it. Okay. And then as it as I was making that mad dash towards the finish line with that four stars, all of a sudden M. Night Shyamalan came by and kicked my legs out from underneath <laughs> me. And I tumbled and I tumbled and I tumbled. I didn't even get to the finish line and the race was over. <laughs> That's what happened to this movie. Oh, no. It started off so well, and it did drag. Like, a lot of this movie, the I, second I, act I, I want to prepare people that a lot of this movie is close-ups of people's faces talking to each other. Yes. That's what the movie is. They're, they're having a discussion, and it's just a back and forth. And once again, you're going to get James McAvoy playing all these roles, which is so much fun to see. It is, but at the same time, it almost felt like it was overdone. Well, because they had to focus on the more characters, and because there was so much talking... There was more to be like they were just showing more. They were like, just doubling down. I feel like, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, McAvoy got such praise in Split that they gave him the lion's Focus. share yes. of the movie and did not pay attention as much Whereas to David. We Dunn all or wanted Mr. Glass. to see Bruce Willis. Well, and David Dunn and Mister, yeah. we want to see them do more. So I I really feel that M Night Shyamalan was so focused on making the ending unpredictable and mm-hmm. giving us a twist of sorts. Yes that he forgot how to tell a good story. And I feel like he's going to be like, this is the one, this is the ending it had to be. This is the way it had to be. But honestly, that last 10, 15 minutes. That killed it for you. It really did. It wow. really did kill it for me to the point where I'm like, I mean, I saw this with you and not my brothers and yes. I got in trouble for that. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go see it with my brothers. I'm kind of bugged at this movie right now. Like it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And that's why I'm giving it two and a half stars. Okay. It dropped from a four to two and a half just wow. because that last, the last act. That's brutal. And it's, it's just, be, and we can get into the spoiler territory, but it just wasn't satisfying. And then it tries to kind of give you this, I don't know, this hope or message or something like that. And right. it didn't quite land for me. It felt, it felt completely off kilter. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So there you go. There's my review. I'm giving it two and a half stars out of five. And I give it a C plus. Which is not far from each other. No, not at all. Um, but it really, I, I want to say that this, I, I love Unbreakable. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And I really liked Split, but I think I like Split because it was related to Unbreakable. And this feels another step removed. No, so for me, Split was great because I felt actual tension. And I loved the acting and the way it was shot was really, really creative. And it was a B, B plus movie mm-hmm. without the twist at the end. And then all of a sudden I was like screaming. I was hollering at the screen. And so it became like an A movie for me. Mm-hmm. But before it was just good, like really good. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Because yes. I was watching the movie and I was like, yeah, this is kind of entertaining. James McAvoy's good. Yes. And then the ending came and spoiler alert for Split. Uh, which we said. Which yes. we said. Yeah. But I just want to emphasize again, he gets away in mm-hmm. the end. And I was like, like, no, it's not like I'm like, no, a villain like that should not get away. He's dangerous. And then when it tied it into Unbreakable, I I gave it like a three and a half stars, which is, you know, good. Yes. But I still put it in my top 10 favorite because of that Unbreakable twist when I realized he just pulled off a secret sequel. Yes. Which is amazing. Okay. So we talked about it. Let's jump into our spoiler full version. Hey, it's uh, time for spoilers, etc., etc. This time we're going to spoil the movie. Oh, um, 
if you haven't seen Split or Unbreakable, you brought or this movie, you shouldn't listen to this part at all. Well, mm. we did like a whole performance there. Yeah, see? Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're about to spoil the movie. We're about we to spoil Glass. We're about to talk about the ending of Glass. Do not listen to this if you don't want to know the ending of Glass. Seriously, I need to talk about the ending. Okay, let's okay. talk about it. For you, does... Don't kill a hero! Does this ruin the legacy? Yes. Does this ruin Unbreakable? It kind of does. Yeah. Because here... Okay, here's the thing. So at the very end, we should probably clarify for those that aren't going to see the movie or don't care about the movie. Okay. So it, it, they're all in the institution together. They end up all breaking out and having this no, battle. And the battle was meant to be, and by the way, not meant to be, but it was told to the audience that it was going to take place at this tower. And they, they were the teasing the tower the whole movie. I kept yes. hearing like references to it. And so it was meant to be this grand show, this grand showdown for like in, in the end of a comic book. But the whole pl- the plan all along. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. But, but they, they're sitting there like, okay, we're going to go to this tower. We're going to go to this tower. And then they start fighting like on the front lawn of the institution. They don't even get to the tower. You can see the tower in the distance. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, I'm okay with this because it's kind of, it kind of undercuts well, what we were going to expect. small skill, just like unbreakable. Yeah. Yes. And so I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. Right. And so I'm fine with that. But it turns out, as Kent was about to say, that the whole plan along was not to get to the tower. Right. But to be in the front yard so that they could be filmed and recorded. Yes. So they're so the fight. They're they're fighting a and lot. And the fight is literally it's shoving Bruce Willis shoving uh, James McAvoy repeatedly into the side of a van. That's yes. that's the whole fight. Right. And it's and like, actually the fight at the beginning was going really cool places. Yeah. The fight at the beginning I just liked that the very beginning when they had the fight I liked that. Yes. But, so this this fight happens. And it's kind of a unbreakable force meeting and an unstoppable force meeting an unbreakable Pure rage. thing. It's like yes. these two these two uh, bad guy and good guy can't really do anything to each other. No, but they get stopped. Uh, they get stopped, and the fight stops because David Dunn is almost drowned in a big vat of water, mm-hmm. and then uh, I the, can't remember his name. The Beast. But I can't remember his name. Well, the Beast. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say what his name was when he was doing that. He was the Beast, but then he turned into Kevin. Kevin. There it yes. is. So then Anna Taylor-Joy. Yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. She comes in. And really, she was kind of useless for most of the plot, I thought. They needed to tie her in somehow. It, it was, was, it was a little did. bit It was a little bit sloppy. Yes. Like, they're like, she's well, like, we don't want you here. Oh, we need you here now. You must be well, here. Well, they kept kind of teasing, like, is she dark? Does she have Stockholm Syndrome? Which yeah. clearly she did. Well, obviously, she. I, I think she thinks Kevin is the victim here. Yes. And, like, it's and not his fault. he's been through the same thing she has. It's like Bruce Banner and the Hulk. It's not the, whatever the Hulk does, it's not Bruce Banner's fault. It's the Hulk. Right. So she tries to stop him. She calms Kevin down and then a shot rings out and the beast, Kevin now, because mm-hmm. he's not invulnerable anymore. Because when, right. when he turns to the beast, he has like invulnerable skin and can yeah. withstand shotgun blasts. Exactly. Uh, they, oh, I should, well, we'll get into that. So he gets shot in the, in the chest gut area mm-hmm. and he falls down and then he has a whole like five minute goodbye Doctor Who scene where he's like saying goodbye to everyone in all his different voices. <laughs> it was pretty cheesy. I don't want to leave. Yeah. Yes. So it goes to this whole thing and then he dies. Yeah. And then, and I was like, okay, I guess the, the good guy didn't get to stop the bad guy. That kind of stinks. And then Mr. Glass dies. Oh yeah. After having his bones broken by the beast. Yes. And you're like, okay. Didn't he die last? He may have died last because he was able to kind of do this whole victory thing of sorts. Yes. Yes. But then the, the people who stop this, you know, and by the way, the people who stop this whole thing is a covert. Wait, wait, mil- wait, wait, wait. Hmm. You, you, you gotta, you gotta give, build the tension here. Okay. Because the police pull up. Yes. And you're like, okay, the good guys. Oh, are you're here. really telling the story here. Well, yeah. Yes. The good guys are coming. And then they take David Dunn mm-hmm. from, he's on the wet grass. They drag him over. He barely breathes Into the parking lot. He's struggling. They take him and they find a pothole with water in it. 
and they dunk his face in it and he yes. starts to drown and then can you can tell it's your part and then so the per- the psychologist that was behind this whole thing trying to convince these three people that they were not actually superheroes and they were really just crazy people mm-hmm. she had an agenda all along she is part of a worldwide organization basically the illuminati essentially the, who is the meant, black clover illuminati the black clover they all have a black clover tattoo that are meant to stop superheroes from actually existing on the planet or being noticed and apparently they've been doing that for like ten thousand years. years and so they kill david dunn they, they kill the hero in a the hero hole. goes out like a punk yes. in a pothole on the street yes and then it goes to mr Sam, glass mr glass and yes. he says something like this wasn't an uh, this wasn't a because he finds out the truth he's like okay that's why i'm here i'm here to create superheroes he's, and yeah he's like this, this wasn't a final battle this was an origin story yes and then he dies. Yes. So the three main characters that they are marketing heavily in this movie is coming together. All three of them die. Yeah. And then <laughs> the movie doesn't end. No, it doesn't end because then you have uh, David Dunn's son who's yes. paid, played by the same actor. Which I've, is really I've cool. I really like that. Yes. You and had a Glass's mother. Glass's mother and then Anna Taylor-Joy. Stockholm Syndrome. Which Anna Taylor, with Glass's mother, she knew he was a bad guy. So she therefore is also bad. Yeah, she was okay with him doing thing. bad things as kin to these people who were really victims in this circumstance because they were kind of being watched the entire time and kind of guided in a way. Not really. Like they were the the innocent ones that will maybe change the world. So what happens here? Oh, I know so you're mad at the, you're mad at, mad at Grandma Glass. Is that no, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at the fact that they're together. Like the three of them are sent, sitting in a bus station being like, OK, we're a no. team now. And I'm like, OK, his his son or her son is a jerk to your son and your son. I'm actually OK with that. I was OK with them uniting in a way because they really are just bystanders in this strange godlike story. But they all had their sides and they're all coming together for this dumb reason well it makes sense because the real villain in the story is this black clover organization who watched and killed these people when they wanted to which and I, they had the power uh, point of order here for me sure. just my personal opinion i've never been a fan of the organizational villains meaning the sense of like big government or secret government in comic book movies i like the rogues gallery i like the big villains no and no, so no. To pull it out to like just mortals who are just doing their thing i like like the, agents of shield is lame compared to like avengers sure i like i like the organization as long as there's a face of the organization which there was in this movie a very plastic and face, they're yes. stopped what and they're stopped i know i heard yeah. what you said but they are put to justice in some way and that is what happened in this movie it took its time and it eventually got to a point where it's like... It's basically you know Sarah Paulson's face the entire time filling yeah. up the screen talking to people. But basically by the end, the secret was out in Mr. Glass's plan. So are we just... This was our review, our spoilery review. Yeah. Mr. Glass had the plan all along because he is the mastermind of the three. Well, his his plan was to get it out there. And so like after he died, it was so actually... Emailed, superheroes exist. Emailed out there and then they started posting out there. So they're all sitting in a train station at the end and they see people, all these people watching the videos right. of Bruce Willis slamming Did, James McAvoy into a way, van. Though, didn't that make you kind of go, that would be really cool if there were superheroes. Sad that they've been killed by this organization. But what if in the world... There were superheroes, like a heroes type TV show type thing. That they start saying, "Oh, there's others out there like me." Right. But here's isn't the other, that fun? It's it, a fun idea. It is, except for the fact that also I didn't buy the ending. Okay. I don't buy the ending because it wasn't that it, the fight wasn't that impressive. Right. And especially not impressive enough today. When on YouTube, you could see people doing that kind of stuff all the time. Like people are able to do video editing 
And that's it could be all be explained away. Right. The entire thing could be completely explained. I don't think people would be reacting as strongly. Did it to you seem like the a lead into a TV show? Kind of a black clover sort of thing. Yeah, except for I don't I don't dig that. Like right. well, of course not. It, it really did just kind of leave this taste in my mouth where I'm like, no, M. Night Shyamalan, you don't you don't first of all, your hero didn't do anything. David Dunn, we wanted to see David Dunn stop the beast. Right. He didn't give okay. us that. And then he kills David Dunn like a punk here's in drowning in water. Here's what was missing. I think mind games were missing. I think Joker like games against David Dunn could have been great because here's the thing. When you get the beast and the overseer, as they call Bruce Willis yeah. together, all they can do is punch each other and not really get hurt. But Mr. Glass was missing for most of the movie mm-hmm. and his like conniving plants. His you stuff needed, was good. You needed to see that and it needed to be messed up because otherwise it's like, I'm going to find the beast again and fight him for the third act. I like that this was unpredictable, but man, it threw everyone for a loop. Well, okay. So we're like, why at the end, at the end of most of these screenings, when it's over, people will start applauding and I'll lean over to Kent. I'm like, they can't hear you. Yes. And then Kent will give me a courtesy laugh. That's how this works (laughs) like that. So, (laughs) so the movie ends and I wait for it. No one claps. No, everyone kind of starts mumbling to each other and kind of shuffling out in a confused stupor. Right. And I feel like M. Night Shyamalan was trying to be so deep and saying, no, it's not about them. It's about heroes in general. And I'm like, no, it's about them. It's about those three characters coming together. It is about them, but at the same time, it is about comic books as a whole. And maybe what... But do we really need things explained to us like the showdown? When they start explaining in the movie what a showdown is, we're all like... "Uh." And that's kind of what the grandma's for, to give that exposition. No, they don't. Yeah, I, that was just frustrating to me. But I, I, I would agree with you. Like, I think the first act was great. I was bored in the second, except for watching James McAvoy. Bruce Willis was barely seen. And then the third, I was like, I like this, that it's so small scale. And then when it ended, I said, now I understand why the tower was just a mislead. Yeah. Like, I actually like that. No, and see, that was fine. Like, I'm actually okay. I would be... Pr- I really think it is the death of David Dunn that threw me off. Me too. Because Hold if, on. If he didn't die... If he okay, didn't die... here's the thing. If you saw him come into the bar where that secret organization is meeting and just start kicking trash... Well, even just seeing the silhouette of him in the doorway... Would that have made the movie? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Why couldn't they have done like, that? Like, honestly, if, if they were all sitting there watching it like they were all mad, and then, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to cover this? And all of a sudden you're ding, ding. And then you sit there and just see the overseer standing there in his overcoat. Unbelievable. And he turned off the light. Yeah. That would have been a fantastic ending. That would have been, that ending would have kept it at a four. Because the whole time I was like, no, David Dunn. And and here's the thing. Most movies, when they kill off the hero, it's this big, swelling music, terrible moment. You know, but it almost felt like an afterthought when David Dunn got drowned. And that really bothered me. Because he's the one we've wanted to see for 20 years. Yeah. Have a sequel. It's like if this was I knew where the trilogy was going, I wouldn't have asked for a trilogy. Because it got to the end and I'm like, uh, but now I like this new ending we wrote. Yes. That new ending we wrote is, is four stars. And it's now, now a, it's now a fact. It's big now sell, big sell approved. That's big how it ends. Sorry, Jake, you don't get a vote. <laughs> it's okay. Is that how he sounds? Yeah. No, here's the thing. I'm gonna watch this again in the theaters because I wanna see it play out the way you don't Mr. Have to Glass wanted it to. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> but I don't know if this will ever get to B minus territory. This will probably stay at C plus. But man, it didn't make me think. I just think it's too cerebral for its own good. Well, I brought this up a number of times with Bacon Cell before, and I want to bring it up again. Hmm. But the ending of The Matrix, when he flies up in the air, it's yeah. that anything is possible. This yeah. is going to be amazing. Amazing. That was the end of it. In Unbreakable, I felt it was the same thing. I'm like, we, he just found out he's a superhero. He just got his first villain. He's going to keep fighting crime, and it's going to be great. Right. 
And he, maybe he did for 19 years, but it was still very low scale. I mean, we only see him basically punch a couple teenagers before <laughs> before he goes into the Which institution. Is worth it. Yes. Um, and so I wanted, I don't know. I, I don't like how this kind of ruined the possibilities of anything is possible for me anymore. Because yeah. now it's like, oh, okay, I'm glad to watch the ending of Unbreakable. Too bad he's going to die in a gutter puddle here in 20 years. Uh, yeah, when you put it that way, that's really, that's really terrible. But then if he comes in at the end to the Clover organization. And he did. And he did. He yes, did. he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I'm giving this movie an A-. minus. <laughs> it's now a B for me. <laughs> <laughs> if our ending is in there. Mm-hmm. So, so here's the thing. There's, there's definite disappointment here. I, I can't hate this movie. I just kind of like it. See, and I, it, three stars is my benchmark for liking it. Okay. And it's two and a half because it's just, just yeah. out of reach. For like, me, I'm it's like, just above average. I can't, I can't like this movie. Like, it really did leave a sour taste Which in my Which is funny because you liked it most of the time. I was. I was yes. really on board. In fact, I was willing to forgive a lot of its talky and boring parts. Mm-hmm. And it were very repetitive. Yeah. And over explaining things. Like, I was like, yes, we know what this is. Move on. You don't have to say anything. Right. But they kept kind of over explaining anything. It's like M. Night Shyamalan doesn't realize that comic book movies are a thing now. Like back in 2000, no, there weren't that many comic book movies. But now there are so many that everyone knows Joel, Joel, the thing by heart. I, I just had a, a thought. Please and do. I don't know if this will be able to be made, but maybe. What if they make like a Black Clover type movie, right? And everyone's like, okay, I'll, I'll see it. But I don't really want to. And then Bruce Willis shows up at the end. What if it's something like that where you're like, would it just be too much teasing? At that I think point? it would be. I, uh, honestly, if he did that, I think it would be because of fan reaction. I think, I so think it would be like, oh, I better make up for this. Eh. Right. So there you go. There's our review the of thing. Glass. I don't think it is once again the downfall of M. Night, but once he is, he dives so much into his own ego. Yeah. I think that's where he stayed oh, in this movie. Speaking of diving into his own ego. So he has a cameo in here. Yeah. Which could have just been this throwaway, I'm buying this in the store. I'm buying a yeah. camera in Let a store thing. Let your dad go on a walk, which is a funny line. Yeah. Yes. But then he's like, oh. I know you. Didn't you work at the football stadium? I used to run with pretty shady characters back then. So bad. And I was like, yes, we remember you were the drug dealer who didn't have the drugs on him. Right. But I still was like, M. Night, don't give yourself that that many lines. No, no, no. That's so much better than what he's done in the past. No, but honestly, if you would have left it at, let your dad go for a walk, man. Yeah. It would have been like, okay. But then he had to do the whole explanation. And I was like, no, we don't care if you're the same character. We know you make cameos. You think you're Hitchcock. We don't don't care that you're the same character, M. Night. (laughs) You could have been any character. We don't care. So here's the thing, M. Night. Stop feeling the hype. Stop feeling the pressure. Make some indie movies or something, something similar to The Visit and just surprise us again because we don't need to see this big conspiracy type action movie or whatever something could be next. M. Night, you disappointed me with this ending, but like Kent said, I don't think this is your downfall. I just think you... This is stuttered a, how, a little this, bit. This is a How I Met Your Mother situation yeah. where you were so stuck on doing this ending the way you probably had it planned from the beginning mm-hmm. that you didn't realize that we that our wants changed throughout the years. Right. And you kind of soured the entire experience. Really sad. Yeah. All right. Disappointing. But you know, if you're a fan, no, I can't even say that. If you, you, you've heard us talk about it. If you want to go see it, go see it. If you don't, don't. Right. But if you, but if you want to look at it, like this is a Mr. Glass movie and it's smart, like Mr. Glass, go, that's, it's a good movie. I'll say this. that way. If you're a fan of the series, go and watch it and then give our ending to it. Yes. And that'll be, and you'll again. love it. Yeah. All right, Kay, that's our bacon bit for now. We're going to get Jake.
Don't step on the glass.